Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 13 of the Bronx Bias Podcast. I am your host. My name is Denzel. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening, liking, subscribing, sharing, telling your friends, telling your mama, telling your boyfriends, girlfriends, supporting me on the social media platforms, everything that you guys have done for me in the early, early, early stages of this pod. I truly, truly appreciate and um, I always just want to start with that. Thank you, um, because it really means a lot to me the way that you guys have openly and um, just very freely supported me in this in this early, early stage of the show. That was Cold as Ice by M.O.P., the mash out posse off the album Warriors. Man, that just that shit just got me crazy hype. Like that's and that's the problem, like. When I start the shows, I always want to play, if you guys haven't noticed, like up-tempo, high, like uh, fast BPM type shit, like just to like get the energy up to start, you know, because the, 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 uh, I guess the most difficult part of anything is just starting it. Like when you, even like when it came to like schoolwork or some shit, like the hardest part of essay is the intro or the hardest part of you know, starting a business is coming up with the shit. Like the beginning part is always the most difficult. So always try to like start it with high energy type shit, you know, or incorporate the air horns and the gunshots and all that shit just to like get, it does two things. It's supposed to like kind of like energize y'all as you listen, like as soon as you turn it on and then it's like, it does the same for me. So man, that shit was like that. I picked a good one this week. That got me dumb. hype. <laughs> And I always want to do like um, I always want to like de- like do like a DJ like Funk Master Flex as the song is playing, but I I ain't got that mastered yet because I be sounding wild. Like if I try to like yell and come on to the mic like with like hella energy or something, like it always sounds crazy. And I was like, I was on um Twitter, and there's a clip. Um, it's a TikTok video, and it says. Um, me recording video at a concert so it's a guy it's a guy with a phone and it's recording over Roddy Rich the box so he's recording like he's look making it seem like he's recording the video at the concert as he's singing along to the song but then after that comes it says the caption says me listening to the video I recorded after the concert is over and he sounds crazy and I needed to play I want to play it for you because that is exactly how I feel like I sound when I try to go into Funk Master Flex or DJ Clue mode as my intro songs are playing. So I'm going to play it for you really quick. Mm. Pour up the whole damn seal. Ah! 
that's exactly how I sound. That's exactly how I feel like I sound. Like when I'm when I think I sound cool, like if I if I want to go into my DJ mode as the song is playing and like try to hype it up, I sound I know I sound nuts. I tried to do it on some previous episodes, maybe I think it was episode four, maybe I think it was episode four and episode like I want to say it was like episode seven or something, four and seven. I think it was those two. And I listened back to it and I was like, all right, it's too late. I already, you know, whatever. But I sound like I felt like I sound like shit. So the intro songs play. I'm going to just let them play. But yeah, that's just just a little bit into my brain. Like there's so many pieces and components and parts of potting that like kind of like it's even hard to like explain it. Like me just trying to like explain my thought process of everything is like kind of hard So. That's just at the intro part. Now I got fucking 50 more minutes to do, so whatever. But <laughs> we're going to have a great, great, great pod. I'm in a fantastic, 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 fantastic mood. Let's go. So now we're going to do uh, my favorite, 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 favorite segment of the pod, Bronx Facts. For those of you guys who do not know, or maybe it's your first time listening, Bronx Facts is the segment I like to do at the beginning of each show. Just to give one fact about the Bronx, New York, that people may not know or maybe never heard before, um, to show you guys how uh, multifaceted, multi-layered, and how many things that the Bronx, New York, is a part of, does, and how the Bronx, New York, also contributes to society as we know it. So, your Bronx fact for today is: the Bronx has several local newspapers, including the Bronx News. Parkchester News, City News, The Riverdale Press, Riverdale Review, The Bronx Times Reporter, Inner City Press, which now has more of a focus on national news and stories, and The Co-op Times. The Bronx also has four non-for-profit news outlets, Norwood News, Mount Hope Monitor, The Mont Haven Herald, and The Hunts Point Express. The editor and co-publisher of The Riverdale Press, Bernard Stein, won the Pulitzer Prize for editorial writing for his editorials about the Bronx and New York City issues in 1998. He also graduated from Bronx High School of Science in 1959. That is your Bronx fact for episode number 13. So if you guys have been listening for the last, you know, few weeks or so, maybe since like episode five or I think episode five, I think, was the first one I did with it. Um, I've been doing like coronavirus coverage. Right. So like I've been giving you guys like the latest and the uh, what's with what's going on with the coronavirus. And, you know, since like episode nine ish or not even I think a little bit before that, I've been feeling like I don't like <laughs> I just don't like covering it like. I I understand the importance of it and I never want to diminish the severity of it, but I don't, I really don't like covering it. Like, so I've made a, an executive decision that I am not going to continue covering or reporting on the latest on what's going on with this virus because I just don't feel like it's something I need to dedicate chunk amounts of time to. Like, I again, I, I'm not trying to diminish the severity of it because it's the most prevalent. It's the most present topic going on right now. And it's affecting a lot, a lot of things. But 
like if you want to know about the coronavirus, watch the news. Like I'm I'm just over over the the coverage on the show. Like if there's a major breakthrough with it, like if they come out like yo, we have a foolproof cure, or if we have a we have a um a a new trial that's breaking through giving people recovery and all that shit, I will touch on it. But like just week to week shit, like I'm completely over it. So um, I will not be briefing you guys on the Corona shit for the foreseeable future. Um, again, I suggest if you guys maybe want to find out news and uh, uh, read things. I again, so I have a New York Times subscription. The New York Times is offering free subscriptions. so You can read articles and stay current on what's what's going on with the coronavirus news and with every other news. CNN.com is also a good resource to find out current stories. Um, so you guys can be informed. I, I hope that you guys weren't getting your news from me anyway, but <laughs> uh, like that would be crazy. You know, I'm just a guy from the Bronx with a microphone. You should not be getting your news from me. Um, but again, like, you know, just um, if if you are interested in getting your news, um, I use those two places the most frequent just for straight up news, not for opinions, just for news. The New York Times, I have a subscription to and you, it, the subscriptions to New York Times is free and CNN.com is also free. And you can get the most current event articles or current event stories if you want to read them and get informed. But other than that, like I'm off Corona, I will not be dedicating chunk time to Corona. Um, but I want everyone again to stay safe, protected, protect your family, friends and loved ones. Follow the CDC guidelines, practice your social distancing. Wear your mask and gloves when out in public. Offer a helping hand to people in need if you can. And we will get through this together because we always, always do. And that's that on that. No coronavirus coverage for the foreseeable future unless they find a cure for it or make significant strides in um, the uh, med medical treatments for the coronavirus. But other than that, I, I'm just sick of covering it and I will not be covering it again. Uh, hopefully ever but within the, within the next episodes and i don't see myself covering that shit because i really just don't like talking about it so that's that on that so now i guess we're just gonna get right to the shits because i'm not doing no rona shit so um what i want to start the pod with is what i got a real high reaction from on my social media from last week um with you guys engaging with me um, I had towards the end of the podcast last week, I talked about C.D. Lamb, who is a, a wide receiver from the University of Oklahoma, um, who got drafted to the Dallas Cowboys. And he's a very talented receiver. Um, but, um, you know, the N NFL draft was uh, all virtual because of the coronavirus. So, you know, the camera was on him and his family as he's getting the call from um, Jerry Jones, who is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, just and he's talking to Jerry Jones on the phone. And as he's talking, his girlfriend, who is seated right next to him, um, attempts to grab his phone and looks like to try to open it or answer the phone or do something with his phone. To which he looked over at her with a very stern look and gr snatched, basically snatched his phone right back from her. And I said that. The women, women out here is crazy. The guy is trying getting a phone call to change his life, and all you're doing is worried about his phone. So, I want to talk about that because I got a lot of reaction from that. Um, first, I want to point of order that 
um it it the story came out that his agent was calling him um so she was gonna get the phone and i guess potentially answer the phone for the agent it wasn't as most people thought that she was trying to snoop and look at getting his business but um if my agent is calling you what the fuck are you answering the phone for like if think about it like this boom she takes the phone. Let's say the agent really is calling. She takes the phone. She she answers it. Hi, how you doing? The first thing the agent's going to say, hey, can I speak to CD, please? <laughs> like, No one's calling for you. This is not about you, but whatever. That And that's just the point of order. That's not what I really want to talk about. I want to talk about how many people was like in my, you know, DMs and saying, Oh, no, because she should do that. She should keep tabs on him, blah, blah, blah. The girl should always know who's on the phone and this, that, and the third. And she wasn't wrong. He overreacted. Now she's getting dragged. All of this bullshit from what I thought was like, no, don't touch. It's just not even like not trying to embarrass you or anything and he didn't like curse at her or anything he didn't he just took his phone like and i don't i don't think that that was the point i was just trying to say like this dude is getting his moment like why are you like inserting yourself into that moment but moreover i want to discuss like why you guys feel that way like because in my brain it's like off that's off to me because, you know, all these people saying to me, oh, you know, um, she should be like she should have free access to his phone. And if he's taking his phone like that, that means he has something to hide this, that and the third. I'm like, damn, either y'all have been through some shit like with in terms of the relationships y'all have been in or I don't know. Like I never thought my girlfriend had to be a my P.O. Like I never thought that. And if my phone rings, leave it alone. It's not for you. Like, that's just how I think. And it's not even a matter of I'm trying to be that guy is or I have anything to hide. It's just about trust. Right. The, I, In my opinion, in my opinion, the most important thing in any relationship is trust. Right. If you don't trust me, then you shouldn't fuck with me and vice versa. If I don't trust you, I shouldn't fuck with you because something like that where you know, again, that's not their scenario, but in the scenario where it was, if it was, where he's getting a phone call to change his life and yours, and you're just worried about what the fuck is in his phone, like, <laughs> that means that there's no trust, and again, I know that that's not the situation, but I'm just responding to the mentions and the shit that I've gotten this week from what I said about it. Um, I just think that the biggest thing is trust, right? So in order to be in any successful relationship you have to have trust if my phone rings my girlfriend should trust that it's no third party or no girl i'm not creeping on her or whatever and just leave my shit alone like if and if it's me in any space that i'm in like i'm gonna make that like a point for me like yo fam i understand we uh, you know, social media tells you, oh, you got to be up his ass and all that shit. But if you don't trust me, leave me alone. Like, and I'm, I leave it there. I do not want you trying to put my finger 
over the fucking shit to unlock my phone and go through my texts. I don't want to wake up to the bottle of water in my face because you found some shit or you was looking for some shit. Like, that's just a headache that I don't want. So, um, in my opinion, like, if you don't trust the person that you're dealing with, then you should leave them alone just to save yourself all the stress and all that shit because we're not 17 no more. Like, we're all adults. Like, (laughs) I just think it's real childish. I think that shit is really childish. But more, like, I now I want to have commentary on, like, the landscape right because so many people thought that that was like okay or at least the people who spoke to me about it they're like yeah i don't see the issue like i think that for for the large part social media has contributed to that or well no social media has contributed to that like to where people think that either one that it's okay to just look through everybody else's shit like if you're if you're my girlfriend, you could just look through my shit. And two, that like every time something occurs with the guy's phone or the girl's phone, it has to do with cheating. Like I now social media has made it easier to cheat. I ain't gonna act like I don't know that, but it's like nah, bro. <laughs> nah, I was raised keep your hands to your fucking self. Like I, and that's just my brain and that's like but in my opinion you know i think that people are just like super serial monogamists like have so much they have have so much pressure to be in a relationship but not for the reasons that you should be in a relationship if that makes sense what i mean is like the social media has influenced people to Yo, I want to be in a relationship for the gram or for the Twitter or for Twitter or for the Snapchat or for whatever. Like, so I could put the tag hashtag goals or I could show you eating at the dinner table or, you know, I could show you sleep. And oh, he always goes to sleep in my arms. There's some bullshit that these that the kids be doing or even the adults, not even just the kids. And like, I feel like that leads to a lot of uh, problems because you're not in it for the real reason to be in a relationship relationship you know you want a partner you want to have someone always in your corner and blah 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 this that and the third not just take pictures of me and the reason i think that so many people have these trust issues or these problems with just something as simple as the phone is because they're not trying to have a relationship they're just trying to put on a show like they're just trying to have a a person to always show other people that they have a person if if that makes sense that that kind of like sounds a little off like they just want to have someone around to show other people that they have someone around so it's not even founded on the the foundation on yo I'm trying to find a partner I want to have a companion it's I want someone to take pictures of or take pictures of me like so all of these things happen. So in my opinion, y'all going through all this back and forth, back and forth, because y'all motherfuckers ain't in it for love. Y'all motherfuckers is in it for likes. And that's my opinion. Like y'all motherfuckers is in that shit for likes. And y'all motherfuckers just want to date, date, date. So you could take pictures, pictures, pictures. And, and that just leads to problems in my opinion. Like I've, I've been through situation where someone tried to look through my shit and i'm just like yo wait no like 
I'm not trying to disrespect you. I'm not trying to embarrass you. I'm not trying to do nothing like that. But we're not doing that. Like, you can't look through my shit. If you don't trust me, leave me alone. That's it. If you don't trust me, leave me alone. And if I don't trust you, I'm going to leave you alone. Because I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not. I don't need nobody on my ass like you, my mama. Or like, I just got out of jail and you my my PO. Like, fuck that. And I think that a lot of times people carry carry like past baggage or past um past like emotional traumas into new relationships and because you're so focused on i just want a relationship i just want somebody around and not focused on maybe i should tackle these issues that i've been dealing with um or tackle the issues that this previous relationship has left me with now you're just making problems for this new person that you brought in Right. So let's say your previous boyfriend, girlfriend did cheat on you. OK, boom. And that may hurt you. Now you have trust issues and this, that and the third. Before you get into your next joint, shouldn't you tackle that first? Shouldn't you get over those things first? Like it's just I just see. And again, I'm like an old man, but I just see that people instead of just figuring themselves out. They want so badly just to have someone around to take pictures for the likes that they don't focus on themselves and figure themselves out. So that way, when they do get into a relationship, it's like now I'm I have the the freedom, the maturity and and the wherewithal to survive a relationship or to not bug out over the shit I would bug out over, you know, if I was dealing with. Well, from what I was dealing with in my past, like I just people are just so fixated, in my opinion, fixated just to be in a relationship, just to say that they're in a relationship. Like it just it don't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. And y'all motherfuckers out here, y'all serial monogamous, man, serial monogamous. So I think, you know, just and I'm going I'm to end it now. I'm going to end it on that. But I just think that. In order to have any successful relationship, it has to be founded on trust, right? It just has to be. You have to trust the person that you want to be boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, marriage, whatever the case, however far you want to take it. And if there's no trust, then the shit is going to fail. It's just it has nothing left to do but fail. And you have to be in a right, the right mental space before you can pursue a relationship. And the bottom line, it's okay to chill out and do you for a minute. Like, that's okay. It's okay to do you for a minute. It's okay to be single. It's okay to, you know, just chill out and focus on your goals or get over your past traumas or your emotional issues or, you know, seek out the therapy you need and all that shit. Like, that isn't, that's not, I wouldn't look at that as a, as a negative. Like, if, if I act, if I'm interested in a woman and she tells me, nah, you know, I'm just, I'm focusing on me right now because I got a lot of shit that I'm trying to get over. I'm trying to become a better person. Like, I'm never going to be like, oh, nah, you bugging, blah, blah, blah. Like, I respect that. And that's just me. And I want for myself as least problems as possible. Problems is a part of life. But the problems that I can avoid, I want to avoid. Like, so I, I don't know. I just I just feel like. It's okay to chill out and do you for a minute. And it's okay to not be so thirsty to be around someone just to be around someone because it just it just has the 
uh, the penchant to produce more problems because you're going through your own shit personally that you never got over. He or she is going through their own shit that they didn't ever got over. And there's two motherfuckers who just are around each other, don't trust each other, and probably don't even love each other, don't even like each other. Like, it's just, just to let the gram know that, I don't know. I'm, and I'm a and I'm a grumpy old man, so <laughs> I'm a grumpy old man. I know I am. So maybe I'm just like looking at it from that lens. Like I'm just I don't want no problems. I don't want no beefs. And everyone is just like probably just going with the flow type shit. So maybe I don't know. And I'm not Dr. Phil. I'm not no Steve Harvey. I'm not no relationship expert. I'm chilling. I'm doing me. But I don't know. I just feel like the the way that social media is structured and designed so many people just want somebody around just to say they have someone around and so motherfuckers could like their pictures but that same motherfucker you don't trust worth the damn you probably don't even like like i don't i just don't get it and my advice uh sage old old man denzel would say it's all right to just figure your shit out first and you got to be in the right mental space before you can pursue a relationship and that's that on that you guys can follow me and hit me up on instagram and twitter at rogers neighborhood instagram is r-o-d-g-e-r-s neighborhood is n-e-i-g-h-b-o-r-h-o-o-d twitter is rogers neighborhood R-O-D-G-E-R-S Neighborhood N-G-H-B-R-H-D uh, No vowels in Neighborhood on Twitter Saying it and repeating it for the millionth time Because um, I ask you guys weekly To send in questions, comments, concerns Anything that you have on your mind That you want to reach out and ask me And you guys never fail with the questions With the comments, with the words of encouragement and all the positivity that you guys continuously continuously give me and i am eternally grateful for it so um i just want to answer some of the questions that i have received so here we go first one says now that you have been consistently podcasting for some time now well 13 yeah i guess 13 weeks is kind of a long time uh what are the new challenges that you face from week to week um wow that's a good question um i would say the challenges week to week um i guess it's not necessarily week to week um i would just say like overall the challenges that i see for myself like the new um things that i have to learn and and master or even just get basic whatever in is my next steps which means how do i expand how do i build a brand how do i uh leverage some guest appearances how do i create merchandise how do i network how do i make lasting connections with other creators and how do i have impact like those i think i think that is the next thing for me to do right so you always start you know you always start at the basic level just Make a show, right? Figure out all the things that need to go into the show. Um, All the things that you want to talk about in the show. How do you get this point across? How do you get that point across? How do you start? How do you fill in the gaps? How do you incorporate different ideas? Like, 
you know, that's just the the beginning part. But then once you kind of have it mastered, which you never really have it mastered, but once you have kind of a grip on it, then, okay, boom, you know, then you, you know, try to grow your fan base and then you try to do all those things. But after that comes, it's like, all right, well, you know, how do I establish myself as a brand? How do I make Denzel the person uh, marketable to, um, you know, numerous other entities? How do I, um, you know, make things or make this to where this podcast is, uh, you know, just more than um, me just talking shit to this mic, if that makes sense? How do I take the steps to figure out how to make this podcast kind of nationwide or worldwide or just expand my reach you know what i'm saying i think that is the i think that is the next the next challenge the next big challenge for me um so yeah i hope that answers your question um the next one says who would you like to play you in a movie about your life wow (laughs) um Dang, who looks like me kind of oh you know who i want to play me i guess it'd just be as adult me not as kid me but adult me i want Lil rel howry to play me because he looks like me or i look like him he's older than me um if you guys don't know who Lil rel howry is he's a stand-up comedian and he's been in a few movies maybe you guys have seen he was um he was rod the tsa agent in um get out the jordan peele movie he was in bird box he was charlie in bird box and he was an insecure. He played a lawyer for a few episodes. If that hopefully jogs your memory of who that is, or you could just Google him. But um, I he looks like me. Like he, I feel like I'm gonna look just like him in like ten years. So um, if if it was anyone to play me as an adult, I suppose it would be it would be Lil Rel Howery. Shout out to him. Um, the next one says, which celebrity? has the worst fan base uh i i don't i can't i don't know i can't really answer that i don't really know celebrities i don't like i don't pay attention to or something like that like everyone who is who everyone who has a fan base there are people in that fan base who i would find annoying so but you know what actually you know how i'm gonna answer this question it's not necessarily a celebrity but it's the worst fan base in general is fans of the New York Yankees. Ooh. I live in the Bronx. I am all things Bronx. I am 100% Bronx. Like everything I do, everything I try to represent, everything I am, every how I walk, how I carry myself, I have so much pride, so much... Uh, love and admiration for the Bronx because it's where I grew up. I love the Bronx. I love everything about the Bronx. But I hate, and hate is a strong word, I hate the fucking New York Yankees. Oh my God. I hate the fucking Yankees. I cannot stand the Yankees. I cannot stand the Yankees. I'm a Mets fan. I am all things Bronx except for baseball. I'm a Mets fan. True New Yorkers know I the place for baseball is the is in Queens and not in the Bronx. Um Yeah, Yankees fans, man, they suck. <laughs> Yankees fans suck because you can't even like 
if you're talking about the Yankees to a Yankees fan and you're like, yo, man, I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm a Mets fan. They're like, oh, 27. All they do is just talk about how many rings the Yankees win. Oh, 27 rings, bro. 27 rings, bro. 27 rings, bro. That's all they could say. But they don't acknowledge that most of the rings that they won was in the 10s, 20s, and 30s when the sport wasn't integrated and they were fucking Babe Ruth hitting home runs against guys who was fucking farmers and school teachers and shit. So let's not even, I don't even want to talk about it because, no, fuck that. But yes, the worst fan base, 100%, in my opinion, fans of the New York Yankees. I hate the Yankees. The only time I like the Yankees is when they lose. And <laughs> I've been to a whole bunch. I've been to Yankee Stadium, too. I've been to the old Yankee Stadium and new Yankee Stadium when they played the Mets in the Subway Series. Yankee Stadium sucks. The Yankees fans suck. The Yankees suck. I hate the Yankees. I, I, I'm i not. Ugh. Let me get off of that. Off of that. The last one says here, what's some what's one of the things you really wanted as a kid that is completely whack right now. That's a lot of shit. I wanted a lot of whack shit as a kid. I wanted a lot of whack shit. I wanted a um what's one thing? I'm gonna just do one thing because it's a lot of shit. You know what I wanted? I was kind of the wackest, like in retrospect. I wanted a name belt. I you guys remember name belts if you're around my age. You know, you go to the um it was you go to like a um I don't even know the type of store, just like a, a fashion store. Who, uh, and you go in and you pay you pay like let's say five bucks a letter or ten bucks a letter and they would put the letters in a belt buckle and you could wear it and then you know you would tuck your shirt in the way so they could see it and it would be your name so my name is Denzel I thought it would be cool to be like yeah like I'm Denzel like <laughs> but my mom was like you ain't kidding. I ain't buy you that shit I ain't buy you that <laughs> and I wanted one I wanted a name belt really bad I wanted a name. And then they got super fancy. It used to be it used to be metal letters that they put in the name belt. But then over time it got more advanced. It looked like you could get like a neon sign as your name belt. Oh man, I wanted that shit so bad. But nah, my mom was not playing. She was like, I ain't buying you that shit. You're gonna look stupid. Shit. I ain't buying you that. If you want it, you gotta buy it yourself. And I had no money, so I couldn't buy it. But yeah, that is one thing that I really wanted as a kid. Um, that's completely whack right now. So um, thank you guys again for the questions. I really, truly appreciate the engagement with me overall, not just the questions, just people reaching out to me, telling me, man, I support you. Or man, I really like listening to you. Um, you know, that means a lot to me. It does. It does. And, you know, I, I, I don't know where, you know, the future is for me, of course, blah, blah, blah. But just the fact that, you know, I put the shit out take a swing and people are hitting me just to say yo man i fuck with you that means that means so much to me honestly so um again guys thank you for the questions the engagement if you feel so inclined you can send a question in um i try to respond to everyone within the messages if i can't do it on the show and um again i appreciate all the the uh engagement that you guys have with me over the social media platforms Next on the docket, I want to talk about some things in my sports lane. And there's no sports, but somehow, some way, sports is finding a way to infiltrate the news every single week. Um, so kudos to y'all for able to be doing that. Like the last dance, of course, like that's the 
the joint that's popping, popping right now, um, which is a documentary following the Chicago Bulls of the 90s, led by Michael Jordan, um, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Phil Jackson, their dynasty. Um, but I don't even want to talk about that. And that's a great documentary. I've been watching it. I've been enjoying it. It's really like they really did a great job of like telling the story of the team. But I'm not even on that. I want to talk about Aaron Gordon and Dwayne Wade. Um, Aaron Gordon is a uh, small forward for the Orlando Magic. And Dwayne Wade is the retired Hall of Fame bound shooting guard, three time champion from the Miami Heat. Now, over the All-Star break that happened in um, early February, Aaron Gordon uh, entered the dunk contest. And um, he had entered it years prior, but lost. Uh, I think he entered it. Yeah, he entered it twice before this time. And um, he lost both times to Zach Levine. Now, Zach Levine... One, I, in my opinion, Zach Levine won both times, but you could argue that Aaron Gordon lost the dunk contest three times in a row and could have won it three times in a row. That's just the basis of it. And in the most previous dunk contest, he was in the finals against the Miami Heat player, Derek Jones Jr., who ultimately won the contest. Um, in it, um, Aaron Gordon posted all perfect scores like as he entered the final dunk against Derrick Jones Jr. And, need, and he needed a 49 to end up winning. And Derrick Jones Jr. just did a series of between the legs dunks and kept getting 50s but or high 40s. And so Gordon kind of freestyled his last one and jumped over Taco Fall. Now, Taco Fall, just to give you some content, is the tallest player in the NBA currently. He is seven foot six inches tall. Seven feet and six inches tall. Aaron Gordon jumped over him and for what everyone assumed was a perfect score, 50, so he could win the contest. In it, the judges of the dunk contest was Dwayne Wade, um, Candace Parker of the WNBA, um, uh, it was Chadwick Boseman, who was the guy who played Black Panther, uh, Scottie Pippen from Chicago Bulls, former. And who was the last one? Common. Common was the last judge. So after Aaron Gordon jumped over Taco Fall I, in my house, I was like, oh, shit. Like, he got this trophy. Like, who the fuck jumps over Taco Fall? Like, that's crazy. And Aaron Gordon has some great, great dunks. Like, the whole every time he's competed in the contest, he's had fantastic dunks. But Dwayne Wade, it came out afterwards because he got a 47 um, and he lost the contest. It be, it came, it, it got leaked that Dwayne Wade broke a pact with his fellow judges and gave Gordon a nine to make his score a 47, costing him to lose the contest. And, you know, Aaron Gordon was like, oh, I'm never going to do the contest no more. I got robbed, blah, blah, blah. And we left it alone, like, for a few months <laughs> because it was in February. So after all the, you know, social media frenzy and um, everything else that came with it last week, Aaron Gordon responded or no, not responded, addressed um, 
Dwayne Wade in a song, a diss track called Nine Out of Ten, <laughs> where Aaron Gordon is venting his frustrations to Dwayne Wade um, for his losing score in the uh, NBA dunk contest of past. So, of course, I'm playing that shit. And I want you guys to hear it. And uh, here, here it goes. This is Aaron Gordon, NBA player, with his diss track, nine out of ten, uh, aimed at Dwayne Wade. Nine out of ten, I'ma keep his end. Nine out of ten, can you please fix your lens? Nine out of ten, got you playing pretend. Nine out of ten, here we go again. Nine out of ten, could have bought the family bench. Nine out of ten, are you making amends? Nine out of ten, I probably lost an M. Ain't nothing, man, let it sink in. Used to hooping your converse so comfortably. Knew one day I'd be good and you'd come for me. Didn't know it would make me this hungry. Looking at your judgment and everyone's wondering. Brought the heat to Windy City, did you see the damn coat? Saw you in the hallway, you say young and put on a show. Now, I know I have addressed NBA players or people who are not rappers rapping, and I've addressed it in jest, of course, and tell them to shut the fuck up. But I'm with this. Like, I know I've said in the past that the only NBA players who should be rapping is Damian Lillard because he can actually rap and Shaquille O'Neal because he can actually rap and went platinum by rapping. But I listen, I ain't mad at that. That had a nice little beat, little bop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he was rhyming a little bit. He was rhyming, but, um, you know, I, I mean, I understand. I understand his frustration. He's been in the contest three times, lost three times. The first two times he lost to Zach Levine. I can't say that Zach Levine lost, but this time he definitely got robbed. So, um, the aftermath of the video was just 12 hours or 12 or let's say 24 hours after the video was released. He was trending on Twitter. He had over 100,000 views. I think it's up to, I don't know how much it's up to right now. Um, might be close to a mil. Close to, not a mil exactly, but close to there. Um, and like people are like, of course, going crazy on social media, but Dwayne Wade posted a um a, a twitter response and he put he should he took it in stride he, he no one's beefing it's because it's not it's not a real where he's really upset like it's just for the culture um Dwayne Wade posted and said he should trademark that nine out of ten make some money off it that's free advice that I won't charge him for uh you know since I cost him that million <laughs> and do it that Dwayne Wade sellers wine look fire because in the video he was pouring a glass of Dwayne Wade's brand of wine um but yeah man i fuck with it i i fuck with it like i like that shit like the, in this time where ain't shit going on because everything shut down you guys are finding ways to keep us entertained and shit and then um aaron gordon appeared on Dwayne wade's instagram live and had a clip with Dwayne. um it's a short clip that i got of course, it was a long conversation, but it's it's just a short clip I want to play where Aaron Gordon is just basically saying, fam, you fucked me up like you did that bullshit to me. So here here's the clip. This is Aaron Gordon and Dwayne Wade on Instagram Live. I was like, oh, shit. It's about I know, uh, shit. I know. But there, there's only like a couple of the people that think 
D Jones should have won though. You know what I mean? I, it's I it's you and D Jones. <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. It's it's obviously like they're not he they're not taking it like super serious. Like Dwayne Wade isn't isn't mad at Aaron Gordon, and Aaron Gordon isn't mad at Dwayne Wade. They're able to laugh about it and shit, and it's all in the name of entertainment. So I'm with it. I'm with it. So shout out to Aaron Gordon. Shout out to Dwayne Wade. Um, and shout out to people just still being able to produce content. That's and that's another reason why I'm like so over reporting on the coronavirus because there are things going on, and it's just. If I'm a if I'm looking at myself as one to be really involved in this lane, this is part of it. Like this is something that I have to do. I have to be able to adapt to the situation and not be resigned to the situation. Coronavirus has taken away a lot of things going on out here, but there are still, you know, things happening. The world is still turning. So um, instead of just saying, you know what, fine, I have to talk about the coronavirus. No, I don't. And I could find some shit and I could do research and find angles and 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 be um, still still be able to produce a show that I like and that I'm proud of every week. It's just you got to take a little more time and work harder. That's it. So that's like if anything, like that's another reason why, like just to cement it in my brain, like. I don't need to spend time reporting the news because I am not a news reporter. I'm just a guy from the Bronx with a mic. So, uh, again, shout out to Aaron Gordon. Shout out to uh, Dwayne Wade. And uh, I and <laughs> I enjoy your back and forth. You guys are funny. Shout out to y'all. Last on the docket, uh, there's two stories in music. The first is, <laughs> the first is shout out to Beyonce because everything Beyonce touches turns to gold. Um, <laughs> Beyonce this week released, uh, or I'm sorry, Megan The Stallion released a song. I mean, not the song, the remix to her song "Savage," featuring Beyonce. Um, you guys have heard the song a million times. I'm a savage. Uh, classy, boozy, ratchet. I'm honestly sick of that song because I've just heard it so many times. It's a good song. I just, I'm just sick of hearing it. But Beyonce breathed a new life into it when she did her remix version on it, and in it, it just shows you the power of Beyonce Knowles. So, the site OnlyFans, which I've talked about before. If you don't know OnlyFans, I'm not gonna explain to you what OnlyFans is. Google it. But the site OnlyFans reportedly receives a 15% spike in traffic following Beyonce's reference to it on the song. In the song, she says, hips, tip, hips TikTok when I dance on that demon time, she might start an OnlyFans. The OnlyFans COO, Tom Stokely, says, quote, in less than 24 hours since the Megan Thee Stallion remix of savage drop featuring beyonce only fans have received a 15 percent in spike a 15 percent spike in traffic the surprise call out from beyonce on the savage remix was exciting for us to say the least her stamp of approval comes from on the heels of major stars joining the platform in recent weeks 
We've built OnlyFans as a platform to enable creators to share the authentic content free from brand endorsements and paid deals. And the growing momentum among these celebrities is the beginning of a new movement in social media that prioritizes personalization over mass appeal. That's a great way to spin it. I know this dude went to like college or something. Because <laughs> if you know what these motherfuckers is doing on OnlyFans, that's a great way to spin it. <laughs> That a social media that prioritizes personalization over mass appeal. That's a fantastic way to spin it. Because Google, oh, I just want y'all, if y'all do not know, a lot of people do know what it is because it's, it's hot on the internet right now. But Google only fans. <laughs> just to see what goes on on that site or what is the type of content that is displayed on that site uh <laughs> but shout out to beyond that's the power that's the power of beyonce beyonce is one of the most powerful people in the world like it or not and if she's on supporting only fans you know what i'm gonna go out in there and say it if beyonce got an only fans account and is doing the realness i might have to spend a few dollars i ain't gonna lie I might have to spend a few dollars, but only for the cream of the crop, like Beyonce. <laughs> anyway, off of that, the next and last is um Drake. Drake dropped uh his album. What is the name of the album? Just want to get it right. Um, hold on one moment. It's called Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Uh, it is four, thirteen song album. I'm sorry, fourteen song album. Um, and I have not listened to it yet, guys, but once I do, once I get the time, um, just to listen to it enough to where I can have an opinion, I will come on here and talk about it, um, in detail. Um, he's got a lot, he's got a lot of features on here. Got Desires, of course, which we heard with the future. If you, uh, have been following Drake, the Chicago Freestyle, which we heard, When to Say When, we heard, the Tizzy Slide, we heard, um, but we have some features from Playboy Cardi. We have Chris Brown on here. We have Fav Fabio, who's from Brooklyn. Uh, Sosa. I'm, I'm not familiar with him. Um, and, you know, so it, it's Drake. So, you know, Drake. Drake usually does perform as well on everything he does. I will say, though, Tussie Slide is trash. Tussie Slide is fucking trash. I hate that shit. I, I don't like it at all. I do not I do not like Tizzy Slide at all. That shit is fucking trash. Now I understand it like you know everyone's at home and everyone's doing TikTok so you want to make a dance to so people could do TikTok and then you know whatever but that shit is ass like that shit is ass. And to be honest Scorpion was ass too. Scorpion was what 25 songs and like only 10 of them in my opinion were good. So I'm looking forward to hearing some good new Drake. Um, I have some high hopes for it. I hope it lives up to some, to, to, you know, the billing or whatever. And yeah, fuck Tizzy Slide. Tizzy Slide is fucking trash. My right foot slide and my left foot slide. We gonna slide on the Tizzy Slide. That shit is fucking trash. That shit is trash. I hate that shit, honestly. And hate is a strong word. And I'm trying to get that out of my vocabulary. I really am. But ugh, that shit is trash. And that will wrap it up. Episode number 
13 of the Bronx Wise podcast is in the books. Once again, I am your host. My name is Denzel. Thank you guys so much for just tuning in, listening, liking, subscribing, sharing, engaging with me on the social media platforms. It really, 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 really means a lot to me in this early, early stage that you guys are just listening. That like that alone is enough. But, you know, you guys engage with me on the social media and you guys you guys just do a lot for me. Like and I really appreciate it. Like. I really appreciate it. So um, just thank you guys again for just listening. And, um, you know, I hope you enjoyed what you heard today. And uh, I'm going to fade you out with a great song. It's called Is There More? This is actually a song from Scorpion I did like. I really liked. Um, This is called Is There More by Drake off of Scorpion. Um, Really good song. I really like it. And, uh, yeah, man. But, again, please, guys, um, in this time, please stay safe, protected, protect your loved ones, family, friends, um, stay safe out here, um, you know, follow the CDC guidelines as to keep yourself safe and wear your mask and gloves in public. I know it's hard (laughs) for me too. I used to be just wallet, keys, phone. Now it's wallet, keys, phone, mask, gloves, (laughs) just more shit. I got to worry about getting before I leave. So if you go anywhere, um, you know, and we will get through this, man. I know it's a it's a rough time right now, but we will get through this shit because we always get through shit like this. So, um, you know, keep your heads up out there. And uh, thank you again for listening. And um, this has been the Bronx Bias Podcast, episode number 13. We out. Disney characters, mouses and goose. I'm
Mommy, you know I love a challenge, but challenged by who? I let you bring a thousand recruits. My peers are a talented group, but even if you take all their statistics and carry the two, even if you rounded up the numbers and rounded the troops, there's still nothing they can really do. It's too bad reality checks don't cover the balances due whenever it's time to recoup. Yeah. Soon as this album drop, I'm out of the deal. In the house playing D'Angelo, how does it feel? I got a fear of having things on my mind when I die. What you got, time on your hands or time on your side? Is there any sense in doing these songs when I'm high? Is there more to life than going on trips to Dubai? Yachts on the 4th of July, G5 soaring the skies. Is there more to life than all of these corporate ties and all of these fortunate times and all of these asses that never come in proportionate size? Am I missing something that's more important to find? Like healing my soul, like family time. Is there more to life than just when I'm feeling alive? Is there more? Passion.